Peace family, we're back once again with the DOA TVM podcast and um, we've got a super special episode for you guys today. As you can see, we're here in um, nice digs, uh, you know, a nice studio, a bit of a step up from the Zoom calls and conversations, so it's only right we're joined with a couple of special guests. Um, I want to say big ups to the Anchor FM family for definitely keeping this podcast powered and having us on Spotify, Google and all other major platforms. I know, you know, you can always catch us on Back That Online, too. I, I even got to mention that part. So um, getting to our special guest today, we're joined with somebody who's definitely no stranger to the podcast and no stranger to having um, these types of conversations with us, my esteemed colleague, Dino Spumoni. What you got to say, D? <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Of course, you know, um, and uh, what do you think? You think we should make this our new um, residence for the podcast going forward? Okay, well, it's been said, you know, he's laid that down. So, um, and getting to our, our second special guest who definitely um, is somebody who I'm definitely appreciative and happy to have on this podcast and on this platform, somebody we've worked with in the past in the music capacity and stuff. And, you know, in order to share this space with us, as you know, we explore different topics and different notions. And um, this special guest, Sheila Jack, He's coming through and representing it. He's definitely an international player, and he's definitely got a lot to say and making a lot of moves. So what's good with you, bro? All good, man. All good. Long time no see. Thank you for yep. supporting. You know, when we had the time together, you know, after a long time. And yes, always positive vibes from your side, and I'm always looking forward for them. And it's really, really nice to get again. Of course, I mean, it's always a pleasure when we hook up and the thing is, as we said, we've done music and stuff in the past. We've got some new stuff coming up and, and, you know, that's really exciting for the people. I've been privy to hear some of the stuff that you're working on and been able to see some of the stuff that you've been doing on, you know, TikTok and other platforms. And, you know, utilizing your voice to send out a message of positivity and utilizing your voice to to send out... um, some political messages and stuff as well, but stuff that some people are afraid to even speak on. So we definitely support that. And one thing about us guys here on the DOA TBM, we do the same where we speak on a lot of things that sometimes they can be deemed as controversial. However, we hold the power in conversation in a high regard. So when we can share a space like this, I think it's definitely important for us and important for other people to see that too. Of course. And, and, and I mean, because I know you, you always been there for the community. You know, you've been always there for the people. Yeah, yeah. And being supportive. And that's, that's God-gifted people, you know. I mean, a lot of people, they, they have ability to do things for the other people. So, thank yeah. you for that, man. I appreciate, I appreciate that. You know, I'll say, um, you know, alhamdulillah to that man. And, um, and that kind of gets us on to even the tone of the conversation and stuff. Because even in a few things that you've just said, you know, even speaking on peace, even speaking on, you know, um, just God-given talent and stuff like that, and even just attributes that we've been blessed with, all of us as people, by um, the Most High. You know, we live in a society where we see, especially in today's times, a lot of division, you know, a lot of conflict. Some of these things it, it isn't necessarily new. <laughs> it's been happening for, like, long you know, long periods of time, centuries and stuff like that. Um, but there's a lot 
that we have in terms of commonalities often that I think sometimes are displaced where people, you know, always focus on what's sort of different. So even like us sitting here now with not to necessarily put no labels on anybody and um but we could say, oh, you know, you got a somebody who follows a, a Christian background and somebody coming from a Islamic background and you know, myself, somebody who's, you know, I'd say to some degree versed in both areas. I, I don't want to put myself in now. Let's just say I'm a wrestler because I got dreadlocks. But mm-hmm. we say, okay, we got a Christian, a wrestler, a Muslim at the table. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> I mean, the thing is now, it's almost nearly 20 years now I'm living in this country. Yeah. Came from a different country. And uh, I've been with all kind of people. And uh, I don't see any difference in anyone. Yeah. Because we, we all have blood, blood inside us. First of all, the second thing now, like, you know, when you meet other communities and you meet other people, you actually see what you learned in your life and what they know. So you have kind of knowledge as well in a way. Okay. You pick few people, positive things from them, and you share your access, you sh- share your feelings with them. That actually helps us out. That bringing the community together. It's like, you know, I mean, if I say... No, I don't need to talk. How are you going to judge a person if you never ever talk to anyone, mm. if you never ever approach to anyone? So you have to approach nicely, kindly, yeah. even if someone is rude, right? Even if, even if someone is rude, you just, you know, just walk away or ignore it. You don't need to get stuck into a conflict because in a, when it's in a jungle, so my English is not all there, but I try to describe in a, in Move a good you. way. But in a jungle, like, you know, if a little fire, anyone, anyone can put a little fire that actually can maybe burn the whole uh, jungle. Take the whole jungle down, yeah. yeah. Maybe someone's little tiny fault, but it spreads everywhere. So, so a lot of people who, um, very less people who actually try to spread hate. My belief is there's too many people who are very good, but what they do, they just ignore, you know, it's none of my business. I think we should get together yeah. and, you know, bring the positive vibes. Yeah, no, um, you, you make a lot of great points, and um, there was two two things that, well, there's a few things that definitely stood out. Um, I mean, I understand the axiom, especially using from the, you know, one spark that could cause a, a wider fire, and especially if it's something that's detrimental, it could be one person's spark of hate that could cause, you know, such a mass effect, as we see in a lot of the stuff in yeah. the world right now. It's, it, sometimes, you know, people can look at one group, it could be any group. It could be a white group. People may look at white group and say, okay, well, you know, white people did this with slavery or white people did this around the world and then that fire is spread and they put that on all groups of people. Or we could see, um, you know, as we've seen in the millennia with a huge emphasis on, you know, terrorism and, and the war on terror and stuff like that where people can then say, okay, well, this was the spark that lit that flame and now people are putting all this group into a category in a box. So I think we definitely deal with a lot of that in society, but what's important, like you alluded to, was the art of conversation and being able to have respectful conversations with people. And as you said, sometimes, you know, they may not be nice to you and you might have to, you know, handle it a different way because um, there's a a saying that's like that. It says, you know, if um, if you stop at every dog that barks, you'll never get to where you're going, you know, and even as you describe in the jungle, there's got to be so much interference and stuff as well. So if you slow down for every point, that there's a point of interference. And not challenge it in the right way, it can really slow yourself down. This is one of the things I wanted to get into, because knowing you guys personally, I know you're very um, 
I don't want to say into, you know, but you're very into your knowledge and experience that you've accumulated through life and stuff and, and your cultural values that you find important. Um, and talking to Dean sometimes, I find the same thing with him in a different regard, whereas he would be coming from a, a Christian pantheon and you're coming from an Islamic pantheon. Now, there's a lot of similarities which we know that exist between um, Christianity and Islam, especially in um, studies and stuff. So us having this kind of forum and sharing space now, you know, me and Dean were speaking the other day and we was talking about just the, um, like the power of scriptures and stuff, for instance, and how religion can motivate one's life and shape one's mind to move forward in a positive way as opposed to sometimes a lot of the negativity that we see associated with religion as well. So um, I don't know if you got any points on, on that, Dean, bring yeah, you into I the combo. To start, you know, people in Islam and Nigeria, yeah. all three religions, starting from Catholicism, they all end up eventually looking the same. Like you were saying at the start, they branch off in different directions over the centuries, but they all have the same start. So any conflict between, you know, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Islam Dean doesn't want anything to kill. Mm. Hold up your brothers. Oh, I understand. And, you know, as you said, everybody has their own experience, I guess, to what introduces them or brings them into um, that sort of way of thinking. Now, in today's time, which we know we see a lot of, I'm sure you've probably had it, you, you may have some people that would say, well, okay, Dean, for instance, you know, you're a Christian, but I don't think that that's the right way for you to go. Or, you know, I believe something different and, you know, you believe something different so we can't be friends. Or, you know, maybe you, you should try this. Now, in terms of, um, I know we live in quite a modern society now where, there's, you know, everybody's all sort of mixed together and stuff, but we still have some kind of things that divide us. Now, we hear about times in, like, Alexandria, I think, is, is probably the most historical time they trace back to where they say, for the most part, everybody lived sort of as one within that period. It didn't really matter as such what religion it was. It wasn't so much animosity towards somebody not being of your religion there was more of an understanding okay you can be something different and there was a resolution within that do you think there's much of that resolution now uh, as an honest point back it exists or do you think it's sort of like well you've got this group and you've got this group and you've got these separate sort of groups or do you think holistically you know within these institutions or within the religions people are open to embracing everybody else well, if you look at the world today, there's so much conflict. A lot of the conflicts are at the root of that issue. And if well, that, yeah. You know, so, unfortunately, I would say that not seeing all religion in terms of the different religions and coming together in terms of something and the way of thinking and thinking, I think it's actually a shame that we still want division by whatever group. 
people's responsibilities can affect their events, you know. Um, but I, I do think that eventually people start to see the light for something wrong. But eventually people start to see the light because of the fact of the, the influence from the media schedule on football that they do for them, you know. I mean, touching on that note kind of quickly, I'm f- and then I'm going to throw it over to Sheila as well. Um, I'm not going to ask for exact scriptures because, you know, it's in a pop quiz or so. Mm. But, you know, within the Christian religion, is it's definitely said and highlighted that you need to um, accept and embrace other people, is it not? Yeah, of course. That's what it says throughout Scripture. It's like, you know, we're, we're brothers. It says in the Bible, understand you are brothers. You know, so it doesn't matter what you believe, what, you know, wherever, where you're from. We're all, we're all brothers in, in God's eyes. We're all brothers. Of course, yeah. and this is what I was going to bounce it over to Sheila as well, saying I know on the similar aspects, the Islamic scriptures will teach the same, or does I mean, teach the same. Definitely, yes, because, you know, Islam, uh, what I hear from the news media, and what I've been, like, you know, a lot of people, they used to call us, you know, they have very negative uh, reviews hmm. about religion. But to be honest with you, none of the religion, none of the religion, you name it, none of the religion tells you to the extreme things none of the religion tells you to the bad things all the religion if you follow with the right thing they always lead you to a right same path no matter if you follow christianity or any other religion you know they all goes to the same path so you have i personally think if you're on inside your own self who is fighting with a demon and in like you know yeah yeah. want to become an angel they are basically like you know your own psyche is making you Serious, or you know, of things course. like you know, maybe someone have very extreme views about impure things. It's his own self, to be honest with you. It's yeah. his own nature. Because maybe when he was a little child, you ask his family, maybe they're gonna tell you all those stories. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. This is all dependent on human mind, you know, personality. Which kind of person he is? As I said, good people and bad people, mm-hmm. everywhere. Exactly. You I know? mean, he, I mean, I'm reading the Bible at the moment. I'm reading the Book of Matthew. And if you follow the scriptures and do exactly what they say, you will not do anything bad. Exactly. You can't hurt. You can't even not gonna hurt probably animals if because you know that that's what the religion tell you. Mm. You know, if you follow, that's exactly what I said before. That all those lead you to the truth. Yeah. And as you as you said before, like you know, you read the Bible and you find mm. something in your life what's going on, and you find the solution. Mm. Yes, you're absolutely right. If you read those books properly and you understand what they're trying to say you might find which those books written thousand and thousand years before right they have the answers for the time today mm. and they might have an answer for the future which is coming yeah, yeah. not may will uh, sorry will uh, as yeah. i said in between yeah. my english yeah. Yeah. I, I use yeah. left and right yeah exactly so I, mean, I, was, I was discussing with the swans actually last week and we were saying that the bible may have been written over a thousand years ago but it still pertains to, to life Definitely. today ourselves mostly we just look at over yeah. books mm. you know even now i mean even like someone gets sick for example mm. like you know someone have a, some kind of illness mm. we'll go with you know prophet muhammad wasalam, his sunnah he already told if you have this kind of problem you should use this or you should do this mm. and trust me all those things are 100 percent correct yeah i mean i've also mm. looked at the, bi- the bible and uh, i guess from your perspective as well it's the same thing any problem you have in life the solution is in the book Anything. No. 
everything is your fault. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every problem we have in every problem that we create in our lives, whether it be problems with people, whether it be illnesses, whether it be young people have to forgive people, yeah. whether they have dealing with addictions, anything, the answer is in the book. In the book. You know, it's essentially it's a self help book all in one. You know? Yeah. It's like we have all these things. You go to these bookstores or online, you see all these books on how to deal with depression, how to improve your health and this and that and this. Well, it's, you can find all that in one book. Definitely. And, I've, and it's helped me a lot as well. And, and it's just it changed your life. It changed your life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 100% agree with you, brother. Agreed. So, and, and I, I definitely agree and attest with what you guys are saying. And, you know, with that being saying, just to sort of you know bring it back to i guess one of the initial points made earlier do you think then a lot of the division we see more so is then down to i guess just human error in a sense as opposed to it actually being you know an issue with the religion and such because as some would say a world probably without religion would be 10 times crazier yeah, <laughs> this is kind of what you, you know what we were talking about earlier the problem is not god or religion or Yeah. Um, who kind of they do things to their own favor and interpret to, to benefit them rather than actually going by what it says. You know, for example, the Bible talks about forgiveness, and that's something that we you know we struggle with. Yeah. Right. And we were told, "Hey, you know, pastor, done something to you or whatever." We struggle to forgive, but the Bible says, you know, you need to forgive, and to 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 for, for the Father, the Holy Father, to forgive you, you need to forgive others. Yeah. So if people followed that, then they wouldn't seek revenge on other people, for example. But a lot of the problems we see are people seeking revenge. Someone's hurt them, someone's something bad to them, so they have to get that person back. Say hurt people, hurt people. Exactly, hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. No. People, aren't, people aren't following, following what the scriptures say. If you follow the scriptures, they wouldn't try and get that person back to hurt them. They'd, they'd say, okay, the Bible says forgive them because of what, what, what they do. So if someone's hurt you, you have to look at it from their point of view. They're not hurt you because necessarily they're a bad person. It's just they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they don't know what they're and doing. sometimes you know, and that's it. You know, we sort of spoke about this the other day. We were mm-hmm. saying, you know, that's why sometimes you gotta leave it to God, instead of um, you know, taking things upon yourself. Mm. I mean, wh- how I see it sometimes, especially with, with with humankind, is because we have the ability to think for ourselves. Mm. You then often supersede that ability to then think you can do anything you want for yourself, and it doesn't work like that. Well, <laughs> you know, the Bible, not the Bible. Oh, yeah, I was gonna wind down to it, but I was, like I was gonna say I was just gonna say fall out of the I'm gonna walk off and yeah, yeah. come back and just okay. talk into it here because just because the camera stopped doing that just gonna continue. Okay. Oh, okay, all right. I'll just keep moving. Yeah. That's why. That's why I'm like. Yeah. So throughout the Bible, it says humble yourself. Now it doesn't say it once. It doesn't say it twice. It says it multiple times to humble ourselves. So you think to yourself, if if it's the word of God and God put it in there multiple times, He put it in there multiple times for a reason. He didn't, like I say, he hasn't just put it in there once. So when God tells us to humble ourselves, we must listen. He said so many times for a reason. So in life, we have a tendency to think we can do things on our own power, our own strength. Exactly. And that's arrogant from us human beings. We can't do things on our own strength. We need the most high to help us. And that's what humble self means. Humble self is essentially the opposite of being cocky or confident or thinking we can do things on our own. We can't. And I've learned it myself. I've got many examples of how what I thought I could do things on my own myself and I didn't need God and every single time it came up to bite me and I've realised now since I've said that I've got to start doing prayer in that you need God to help you definitely you need you need to help we need to, we need to humble ourselves I mean you know Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he was alive a lot of people converted 
into Islam just because of his personality. Mm. His personality was totally down to earth. Now let me tell you a story. Uh, Prophet Muhammad used to walk past some of the same place mm. every day. And there was an old woman. She was a non-believer and she basically didn't like Prophet Muhammad So what she used to do, whenever he, she was waiting every day, whenever Prophet Muhammad used to walk from that street, she used to throw the garbage on him mm. every day. He was going every day and he looked at her and just give her a smile. One day what happened, she didn't throw the garbage on him. He got curious, but he just walked past. The next day he just came back and she was still not there. That he, what he done, he just went inside mm. and find herself really, really ill. So he goes, what's wrong with you? So he just look after his meat and drink and mm. everything. With that attitude, she actually converted into Islam. And that's what it is, mm. not aggressive, you can't, you can't force someone, you can't spread mm. your uh, religion or anything with anger. Mm. You have to be a d deep down to the earth person. Mm. And Prophet Muhammad was absolutely, uh, he had so many examples of uh, being a humble guy. Mm. And he was absolutely, you know, a humble guy and so many stories, so many things. And he would give, he used to give them in his life so many people mm. and they actually converted. Hazrat Bilal, he was, um, he was, uh, he was a basically slave. Mm. So he actually converted and you know, then he just got him and mm. he was one of the favorite of Prophet Muhammad because back in those days, those people was not thinking good about slaves. Mm. You know, mm. so that was also a humbleness. Mm. I think, you know, on a couple points, with, you know, with what you guys have said, in one aspect, because what struck a chord with me is, you know, just speaking about in context of prophecy and prophets. So, um, I don't know, you know, in the context of, as Dean alluded to earlier, Islam and Christianity coming from the same Abrahamic family roots and tree. Now, I know it's often, you know, said and denoted within is Islam that Jesus was a, in that natural essence of prophet by the name of Isa and um so I want to bring that point to both of you guys and kind of get you both sort of points on it do you think it's relevant or where its application lies you know yourself as a Christian and yeah, uh, no what was that that's that's the first okay do you want to do no, that no, point no, first no, okay no that was um my initial point and secondly my second point would have been it was slightly to something she just said as well at the same time, or just picking up on that point where it was about um, not bringing your way through, I know you say through like hate or violence in the sense, uh, those maybe not be the exact words that you use, but in a sense through aggression. Not, um, however, I was going to retort that maybe do you feel that that is a necessary at the time within it? Because if we look at accounts of, you know, even the prophets, there's been times where they had to, it's like sometimes we talk, we talk about Jesus, we say Jesus wasn't just, um, you know, peace, love and, 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 and roses and stuff all the time. There was a time when it was time to whoop, whoop butt, so to speak, and he, 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 or to let it be known that to, you know, and there's that time that's necessary too. So, you know, because sometimes I think when we think of um, the prophets and stuff, we definitely acknowledge the great works and stuff they did. But in terms of it just being a solely, not to say a solely peaceful based way of thinking, because, you know, we deal in a world that's quite wicked. 
So, and if you're righteous, you get that sense in there that make you want to call out the wicked sometimes. And especially when we hear about the prophecies, like righteous people, you know, they would do that. Like, they would say, you know, they used to go in the, the temples where they worshiping the false idols and, you know, telling people, you know, this ain't how it go down. And, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like that's that. See, that's another as aspect I wanted to ask. All the uh, temples in, in Kabul. Well, there you go. Which is over yeah. uh, now because Prophet Ibrahim, he was uh, actually from uh, Kabul city from uh, Ismail Islam, his son. Mm. And he and uh, his uncle, basically, he used to make uh, the statues mm. in the people who went to and actually destroyed all the temples. Well, there you and go. Brought it down his own family just up against him. The uncle from that Prophet mm. Ibrahim. And that's why... Exactly right, but back action speaks louder than words. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you have to do something which one set example. Yes, and of course. Is, that's assumption that what you were saying, Sanjay. Yep. Um, the scripture that backs up what you were saying. Yeah. It's um, it says the Bible says, "Be as wise as a serpent." You've got Genesis above. Actually, uh, do you remember what scripture? Yeah, it's just a proverb. I okay. So the Bible tells us to be as wise as a serpent. So to have the mind and the brain of a snake, essentially, because we are in a, an evil, wicked world that we live in. So you can't be too nice and nice. And the Bible back quote backs it up. Yeah, be a gentleman, dove, but also have some kind of discernment and some kind of, you know, thinking that you know you can't trust people. So the Bible actually says says that. And another thing I thought we should make as well. Touching back on, yeah. Yeah, is that you know, there's too many scriptures in the Bible in the Quran. Because when I was working in a job in Christianity a couple of years ago, I had to speak to a girl, a Muslim girl, uh, about the Quran. And um, we were talking about different scriptures, and there's a scripture that says, He who guards his life, he who guards his tongue guards his life. So essentially, your mouth, what you can, what you say, can get you in trouble. Yeah. Now, that's in the Bible. Now, she was saying to me that it's scripture almost identical in the Quran as well. You have to be careful what you say, what comes out of your mouth, because that can get you, that can even get you killed, really. Of course, so, yeah. So, we talk about the Bible, the Bible and the Quran, but there's so many scriptures in both that are almost identical. Same. Yeah, the same, just worded slightly differently. So, there's so many similarities between the two books. Yeah, no, definitely. And even, you know, you touched on the point of just how the impact that words can have, mm. and um, especially when utilized in certain ways and and there could be a detriment to somebody's life definitely oftentimes you made reference to it earlier in the fact that what we see in today's modern times with a lot of the wars and a lot of the conflict is down to differences in beliefs or and things of that nature but a lot of that is then either backed up by or transposed by different words at the same time so um which is um you know quite interesting because it's supposed to be words of i guess bringing people a different sort of moral comfort within the world but everything's can be can be go can go twofold you know so somebody could take it this way and somebody could take it that way you know so um that's an interesting point but to the point i made earlier which i sent to both of you guys about the prophet jesus um do you guys have any points on that any do you feel as though um i mean yourself as a christian do you feel like not in a controversial way, but when you hear that from an Islamic standpoint, do you think, okay, well, that makes sense? Or do you think, no, that's not how 
things should be roll things roll out or. It's difficult because because we get different testaments after exactly. yeah, yeah obviously it seems as it gets passed down it, the, the original bible is written in hebrew and as it gets passed down from generation to generation to generation over thousands of years things the wording is going to change differently and now maybe a new translation at the moment america the king james and they word it differently so it's, it's difficult and you've only had the source thousands of years ago and you have today and you go with who impossible to keep the same message it's they, uh, they try to keep it the same possible throughout the years but it's impossible because things can get misinterpreted um, from the beginning oh sorry bro and we're going to take a little break on that note like I mean Isa alayhi salam you know we have a lot of uh, surah in Quran poems written and uh, whatever written in Bible it's exactly the same you know in, in uh, Quran Majid as well I mean a lot of people have debate about Isa is son of God some people say Isa Islam is just a prophet some people say Isa is actually God but I believe I mean a lot of people have nasty debates about it about a lot of people like you know just to prove their self right mm. you know maybe uh, i personally believe you know why don't we all leave that to the god at the judgment time maybe because of those debates and maybe we're saying wrong things and, and you know uh, god writing our sins down and in the judgment time we all standing in front of god and he say you all are wrong because what task i told you actually he was denying that and he was having a debate about something which one I already know you know mm -hmm. because he knows more than anyone so I, I personally think we should leave that to the God and and spread peace love and positivity because in the end if we all know everything is the same why don't we work together and, and you know because in the end the judgment time uh, what we believe in you know the judgment time when th that time is gonna come very close people gonna be really faded away from religions that time the fight is gonna be against the evil and the good the people who have a good soul they're gonna be on the good side people don't you know do the sins and all that so we have to see ourselves you have to purify yourself because I mean uh, I say that in uh, Punjabi the Babullah Shah say par par ilamazar kitabhaan kade apne aapnu padeyani ja ja vandne mandar masitaan kade man apne na ladeyani ਐਵੇਂ ਲੜਨਾ ਰੋਜ਼ ਸ਼ੈਤਾਨ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਬੁੱਲਿਆ ਕਦੇ ਨਫਸ ਆਪਣੇ ਨਾਲ ਲੜਿਆ ਨਹੀਂ ਬੁੱਲੇ ਸ਼ਾਸ ਦਾ ਅਸਮਾਨੀਆਂ ਫੜਨਾ ਹੈ ਕਦੇ ਮਨ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਬੈਠਾ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਫੜਿਆ ਨਹੀਂ ਲੈ ਮੀ ਟ੍ਰਾਂਸਲੇਟ ਦੈਟ ਟੂ ਯੂ ਦੈਟ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਬੀਨ ਰੀਡਿੰਗ ਅ ਲੋਟ ਆਫ ਬੁੱਕਸ ਬਟ ਯੂ ਨੇਵਰ ਰੈਡ ਟੂ ਯੂਰਸੈਲਫ ਯੂ ਗੋ ਟੂ ਦਾ ਚਰਚ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਆਲ ਥੋਸ ਪਲੇਸਿਸ ਬਟ ਯੂ ਨੇਵਰ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਪ੍ਰੇ ਬਾਈ ਯੂਰਸੈਲਫ ਯੂ ਫਾਈਟ ਵਿਦ ਅ ਡੀਮਨ ਏਵਰੀ ਡੇ ਬਟ ਯੂ ਡੋਨਟ ਫਾਈਟ ਵਿਦ ਯੂਰਸੈਲਫ you catch all those unnecessary things but what is sitting inside your home you never try to catch that person so i translate that to you it's like a saintism so you know you, in the end positivity and your own self your own mind your own spirit is the main thing which one can lead you into evil or bad and it's all up to you you know yeah no fact that's a great point and um you know we've spoke in the past about um you know sufism and different aspects yes. of um, islam and stuff and 
you know, what you just made was, a, you know, definitely a great and brilliant point because it sort of leads back into what Dean was mentioning earlier in terms of um, following the way and following the word, not too much, you know, worrying about doing other stuff. Because as you said, we could be sitting here, or not just us, you know, we see it. You can walk through the city centre sometimes and you see this set of people they pitched up here, this set of people they pitched up here, and they're going backwards and forwards and oh this is right this is right you know you go you go on the youtube you can go to um high park places like that and you see people having um discourse and sometimes it's good to have a um, discourse where understanding is is gathered and reached from but if it's just backwards and forwards i'm right you're wrong and you just made a great point where you said a lot of the times people are trying to focus the conversation on just trying to be right as opposed to doing what's right or finding and understanding what's truly right within themselves and, and um, on a wider aspect. So um, that's definitely a great point for that. So mm, That's what I'm saying. You know, in, in the end, the 2020 we're living in at the moment and just look at the life look outside. At the world, yeah, yeah. Think about the people who live in the centuries and centuries before. They never have a stressful life. I mean, in the village or town or anywhere, a person die or anything like, right? People, everybody know about it. They used to come, they used to help each other. Now there is no social communication. There is no, you know, get together. I mean, maybe like, you know, your neighbor know you, for, uh, living with you for 10 years, but he don't know you. Maybe you see him and chat to him five, six times in 10 years. So why are you having a distance? Because in the end, as I said, the fight is going to be against evil and the good ones. So you need to choose by yourself, your own mind, your own, you know, your, your soul. That are you a really a good person or a bad person? If you know you're a good person, you're always going to do good things. Even if the ev evil things approach to you, you're going to deny them for the rest of your life. So it's all up to the human body, mind, and the environment actually that you live in. So, yeah, man, it's okay. all, it's, it's, it's really devastating. I mean, um, I'm just going to go a little bit out of this, uh, this conversation. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see in what, uh, my observation, I, I mean, don't, I mean, I can be wrong, but of course, uh, you know, if you accept someone in front of God, right, it calls a marriage. A lot of people not get having a marriage. They they're living in a relationship for six months, one year, and after that, they're going move on in a, another relationship. I personally say you get married and you live with the person ups and down. In it comes in any relationship, nobody is hundred percent perfect. Everybody have some kind of good things, some kind of bad things. What if like, you know, you, you left a person who was a gem and you end up into a really worse relationship? Yeah. Who's his fault? Because moving on, I say just get married and accept someone in front of God and live a faithful life with that person. You know? So well, no, I think that's yeah. important, and even I've know, been living for twenty years. Yeah, you know, and I'm happily married still now. Yes, we have arguments. Everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. have arguments, but the running away from the argument is not a solution. Of course, you know. I mean, you know, I know Christianity. One of the main staples of the religion is the um, emphasis on family value and structure, and the importance of that. So, you know, it should definitely mirror the same. Um, slightly, just on the last note, as we're closing this out, even with a topic for both of you guys, even in understanding. Seeing as we brought up like marriage and stuff, then in today's modern society where we see a lot of um you know intergender, not in, you know an interracial and all sorts of stuff going down. So um, do you feel it's possible 
for people to be married have different sort of faiths and understanding and find that resolve or do you think they got to be married under the same umbrella uh, as far I know yeah. uh, as far uh, my my oldest teach me yeah you have to marry under the same umbrella uh, I tell you the reason like if you if you if you're getting married with a non-believer uh, we can get married to a Christian woman no, oh, in in, yeah. in our religion, we say yes, you can get married to Christian women, but they have to read the kalma, which is like you know, for ourselves to come in becoming a Muslim, you have to read the kalma. The la ilaha Muhammad Rasulullah. There is no one except the God and Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu So all these things have to have to be done. But as I said, as long you accept someone in front of God, you know, because what nikah is, you accepting someone. In front of God, yes, I am accepting this person as my future husband or future wife. That's why exactly same pe- uh, the father doing the church as well. Yes, I'm expect accepting this person in front of God. Yeah. So you can't cheat cheat with the God. Of course. You can cheat with the humans. You can make humans fool. Now, give let me give you an example. There was a, a a teacher who used to teach few students, and he grabbed three students and he gave them a chicken and they goes just go somewhere, and kill and make sure nobody see you one came after 20 minutes another one came after half an hour third one did a came okay. even came he, 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 they, they start looking and mm-hmm. after an hours and hours they find it in a very small tiny place he goes what are you doing here and he, that he, she, he goes to the teacher that i've been looking everywhere i seen each side of corner i seen each side of place i seen every single place yeah but there is only one thing always exists he goes which one he goes, sir, you told me God is everywhere. No. So how can I hide from him? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the meaning of the story is no matter uh, what you say to the people, you can make fool to the people, you know, but you can't make fool to the God. Of course. God cannot be mocked, it says it in scripture. Exactly. Yeah. And I so, kind of agree with you, you know, you alluded to it there. You know, if, if you accept a person in front of God, then that's fine. But, you know, in scriptures, again, it says you must be equally yoked. So if someone's a believer and someone's not a believer, it's a difficult dichotomy because it says in the Bible you must be equally yoked. And a, a physical yoke is like those things they put on the cows. When they hurt the cows, they put them in these kind of metal chains. That's what a mm-hmm. yoke is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like to keep them together yeah. at the same. So if you're using that analogy for marriage, you kind of have to be the same. You have to be, you know what I mean, for it to work. So going by scriptures it says you have to be equally yoked so Definitely. like me I just try to go by what the scripture says that's how I try to live uh, one question to you both of the brothers okay. when you ask me questions yeah, I can no, ask of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an open open uh, chair as well I mean because uh, uh, Christianity came before Islam Prophet Muhammad came after uh, Christianity uh, we believe in Christianity because it's written in Quran mm. about Isa al-Islam, Maryam al-Islam, Yusuf al-Islam, Daud al-Islam, Yaqub al-Islam, Adam al-Islam, mm. Ibrahim, a lot of prophets, right? But when I speak with Christian brothers and sisters, right, a lot of people say, we don't believe in Quran. Mm. If I am believing what is written in my book, yeah. and if the same thing is written in your book, mm. I think we should believe that, you know? We yeah. should believe all in all those things because uh, for example, if I'm going to Digbeth, yeah. I can go from Spark Hill or I can come from Highgate or I can come from, you know, uh, Chamsley Wood. 
but all gonna come into the main city center all the roads so you know you pitch in different directions to the same same place to the same source and i mean as you know myself you know even you people who know me know that i've you know look into a lot of different stuff you know and um i will say especially in terms of like the quran and stuff that has maybe some of the most i don't want to say profound text in it is in the context of where it placates itself in position with god so you know god is held in very high regard throughout the whole thing in in a certain way so um some people say that's what a lot of other people may struggle with sometimes because it builds upon that emphasis so much where some people who don't want to live that way don't really want to be feel as though they're told that they should have anything that they got to follow or do they don't really follow that ordainment so i will say you know for myself personally the quran definitely does have such strong significance and, and scriptural value in text and not even just the quran you know we've spoke about hadiths and other stuff yeah. where just the value of information what's in there and just the principles what it get how it can get your mind thinking and working and as you said that could be translated in different aspects with different religions where some of these books they do have a difference in different ways and maybe not necessarily the pitch maybe some of the stories because we're dealing with time periods as well that are being captured but in terms of you know the intrinsic value and the message and, and you know i think people should I find it strange that people don't see similarities and, or even find um, the consciousness to say, hey, you know, if they think like this, I'll think like, and kind of put that together, together and see where it sort of meets. I think it's strange that people don't think like that, but then again, I, I'm not, I wasn't less, I've been brought up around a lot of religions and faiths and religious people. I've got, you know, family members, you know, Islamic, Muslim, Moorish, all sorts different, you know, some devout, more orthodox than others in different ways, same in, in the Christian aspect. Um, so it's like and i don't want to say like they're the two main religions because i got you know folks with hebrew israelites all that stuff too but i do believe that people should find more what brings them to common than what separates them you know because we, we can look at stuff what separates us all day but then i'm always like the same there's things that bring us together i remember being in new york slightly off topic and i'm stopping in this um this ymca at the time and it's like a hotel it went like the, the fruity one on the movie <laughs> but um and i'm just there and you know it was it was a different experience at the time but i was just thinking to myself i'm in this building with so many different people because you know what new york's like it's a mixing oh, yeah. pot so you've just got you know people from all sorts of walks of lives and when you go into the showers and stuff there it's not like dormitory style you've got your own private showers but you could be in there sort of next to nobody so even though you're in a different country a different place you just as uh, significant in a sense as somebody else. They do the same things you do. They gotta go to the bathroom just like you. They got you know. So in terms of um that sort of human existence, there's a lot of similarities, and a lot of that is pointed out as we spoke earlier in the text, which you know you said the text will tell you that that um you want to treat people the same and yeah. let them come to their own understanding and see how that develops together. I mean, even if someone is doing wrong, you don't need to have like right after him. Like, no, you have to stop this. No, yeah. you have to say to him three times, one time, two time, three times. If he's not listening, you've done your job, you know. But I see people goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Don't leave that person alone. Obviously, then the reaction is going to be uh, different. Uh, what brother said uh, before that he was reading the, the Bible in, in a different uh, languages, like, you know, 
and he's, uh, you're reading a different, uh, newer one right new, now. New translation. Uh, uh, and you asked me there, and that, that, that was actually, um, I was going to point on that. Quran Majid, uh, I came from Pakistan. Uh, we speak Urdu, Punjabi, Kashmiri, you know, different languages, mm. but mainly our language is Urdu. Uh, Urdu is a different language, Arabic is a different language. Now, when you read Quran Park, in Quran Park, you know that all those words are still the same as the centuries before when Prophet was alive. Mm. Uh, same. Because even now, when you go to Saudi Arabia and you speak Quran accent, is different mm, compared okay. to the modern uh, language okay. yeah, even yeah. like you know it's hard labor for them to understand us as child we have to read Quran in Arabic first so then we know how to read the Quran what prophets uh, sent in, 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 mm. in real uh, language and after that we translate and to be honest with you when you translate when you read translated Quran it feels so amazing because when we was little we was reading Quran, but we was not understanding because it's now a language. Mm. But when you read that same Quran in Urdu, am I right, guys? Yes. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic, and show you, you know, Different all the parts and every mm. way because you understand. So uh, it says like you know what you say like you know you can't judge the book by its, by its cover. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's exactly the same, man. Real talk. I mean, Dean, yeah. you got any point, any any points to make on that? Yeah, I know yeah. she defied a bit of a question earlier, so we'll we'll take that point and then we'll wind down yes. on this episode. Yeah. So basically, it's, it's it's the same. You know, you can't judge book by its cover, but ultimately the message is, is the same. You know, so so it's, it's peace, love, and positivity. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's always peace, love, and positivity, especially being about that life. That's what we actually represent, yeah, and, and that's the context of 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 the movement that we're pushing forward. You know, as usual, we always have, you know, some insightful conversation on this broadcast, the DOA TBM podcast powered by Anchor FM. You know, we got to big up our sponsors over at Black Diamond Dice and Battle Online, you know, and everybody else. So um, this one's definitely been a pleasure because, as we said, some of us, we have these conversations with ourselves individually, sometimes with friends and, and close people. But for us to even share this space and share this conversation out. We've got, you know, some guys here live streaming and stuff as well. Where they, where, where we being broadcast to as well? You know? Well, you, you've been broadcasting from Manchester side. Yeah. No, I know you guys had some international people pitching. Oh, like yes, yes, yes. We have a lot of love. Uh, I mean, you know. When if you want to big up those nations and stuff. Uh, like well, from big up from Pakistan, big up from Kashmir, big up from Afghanistan, yeah. big up from all over the world. Whoever is watching us, whoever can understand this language, just spread peace, love, and positivity. Life is very short. Maybe you don't wake up tomorrow, and and, and, and you you know you can't come back, and you can get more uh, you know uh, uh, rewards done for your uh, next life because may, this life is like a one night dream, you know. Before you maybe know. you live thirty years, maybe you live seventy years, maybe you live hundred years, but that's still a one night dream. Facts. But when you're gonna wake up, it's gonna be a real world. And this world is, is created by shaitan. Mm. Yeah. So we are in a shaitan circle. Mm. So we have to realize this, you know. And, and that right there is a topic for another conversation. I mean, it still ties in very much with this conversation. But even you saying that, we can definitely expound upon that in a further definitely, thing. Where we can go a bit more, you know, even deeper. You know, my brother, into, I always look forward to... It's to, nothing but love, man. And um, I'm actually, you know, very stoked to have you guys here. It's been um, a blessing. Thank you. And we'll look forward to tuning y'all guys back in next time. So um, God 
everyone. For the family, peace, love, positivity, and we send it out all around the world. Any last messages you guys got for the people? Any socials you want to plug? Let anybody know where they can check you out, Sheeta. Um, is it at, at Sheeta Jet? Sheeta Jet, uh, Sheeta Jet, you can find me on TikTok, you can find me on Facebook. Alright, and they'll be seeing a lot more with me and Dean. Yes. Broadcasting from here soon because I know Dean in love with the place, man. So, <laughs> all right, the guys, uh, peace out, man. Thank you, peace. Thank you very much. Yeah, bro. Okay, that's all good. Man.